The globalist cabal, the predator class, is meeting in Davos. They're meeting as we speak. If you're watching this uh, close to the release date, they've got big things on the agenda, like a total transformation of every aspect of life on this planet. Stay tuned, and I'll tell you more. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Behind the Deep State. I'm your host, Alex Newman, senior editor at The New American Magazine here in the studios of The New American. Thank you for joining us. Um, the World Economic Forum, the World Economic Forum, as uh, Mr. Klaus Schwab might say, uh, they are gathering right now in Davos, Switzerland. We've got hundreds of CO2-spewing private jets, uh, the Predator class. They took a break from their yachts and their mansions on the sea to uh, fly to Davos to get global ideas for global leadership. Uh, so you got the global predators, you've got their minions, you've got their useful idiots who think they're just so cool because they get to show up and hobnob with these global predators. So you got the puppets meeting puppet masters, and um, unbelievable crowd showing up, more than 50 heads of state. I'll have some names for you in a moment. But um, last year, uh, Klaus Schwab pointed out that the future is not just happening. It is built by us, a powerful group. Uh, and so uh, you can hear him speak yourself. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. The future is not just happening. We're going to build it, okay? So uh, the theme of this year's ridiculous meeting is cooperation in a fragmented world. And by cooperation, they mean globalism. They mean great reset. They'll be talking about banking and crypto and climate and racism and AI and robotics and global government and so much more. Uh, I'll have some more details on that for you in just a moment. But uh, they're going to have almost 3,000 people showing up from over 130 different countries. More than 50 heads of state and government. As I mentioned, you'll have UN Chief Antonio Guterres, also an advocate of the Great Reset. Uh, he, of course, before running the UN, was the head of the Socialist International. Very, very powerful group. Uh, the largest alliance of global communist, socialist, political parties in the world. You'll have the head of NATO. You'll have uh, the president of the European Pseudo-Parliament. You have the president of the European Soviet, I mean the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, who we uh, talked about just uh, last week or week before last. She was advocating massive Soviet-style energy rationing across Europe. You'll have uh, the head of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde. Uh, the Biden regime will be sending a big crowd. You've got uh, climate czar John Kerry. You've got the head of national intelligence, Avril Haines. You've got FBI Director Chris Wray. You've got U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. You've got uh, the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. You've got the governor of Illinois, Pritzker. You've got the governor of Georgia, Governor Kemp. Surprise. A number of congressional lawmakers will be there. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Uh, this one jumped out at me. Congressman Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin. That's the guy who's supposed to be leading the new CCP committee in Congress under the House Republicans. So uh, you know what? I'm a little bit concerned that he's going to the World Economic Forum, where uh, they just seem to worship Xi Jinping, also known as Winnie the Pooh, and the rest of the uh, Communist Chinese Party. Uh, Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema will be there. Uh, lots of big business tycoons, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, uh, Larry Frank of uh, Larry Fink of BlackRock, who of course is on the board of the World Economic Forum, also on the board of the Council on Foreign Relations, which uh, you need to go back and watch that episode if you haven't. You have the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Bourla, who in my opinion belongs in jail after a fair trial, of course. Uh, you've got the uh, senior executives at the Bill Gates of Hell Foundation, the Soros uh, Machine. 
Uh, the publisher of the New York Slimes will be there. Um, some of the uh, heads of state and government who will be there, the Finnish prime minister, the president of South Korea, uh, the communist president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa. Uh, you'll have the prime minister of Greece, the prime minister of Belgium. You'll have a former Marxist German chancellor, Olaf Scholz, uh, the collaborator with the mass murdering DDR, the communist regime that enslaved East Germany. Um, you'll have uh, Gustavo Petro, the president of Colombia. You have President Ferdinand Marcos of the Philippines and hundreds of government ministers from the highest level. you got former U.K. Prime Minister Tony New World Order Blair, who, of course, went to the Bilderberg meeting before come, becoming prime minister. And, um, you know, you, you can see some of these people, they're bragging about it at the World Economic Forum's Twitter page. They're so proud that all these pathetic clowns were showing up uh, to uh, beg for Mr. Schwab's approval. And um, we penetrate the cabinets, as he likes to say. I'll show you the video in a moment. But uh, the World Economic Forum, of course, did deactivate the ability to comment. And I think the reason why is, is very simple. These people know that the world is not buying their lies anymore. These people know that if we were allowed to comment on their dumb posts on Twitter, it would be a never-ending deluge of comments making fun of them and calling them criminals and saying that they belong in jail. So these self-proclaimed world leaders have uh, almost zero public support, except from the fringe, tiny minority that might still watch CNN. Um so uh, you can see some of these people, right? The World Economic Forum is just so proud that all these pathetic government and business leaders go there to um, participate in this. Uh, they'll be talking about solving real and imaginary crises, uh, mostly crises created by them, also some imagined and concocted by them, like climate change. Uh, but really, the, the big goal is total transformation. And I'll share some comments from their website. But uh, here's one of the things they have. You, you know, Klaus Schwab has now been for some time advocating this um, Total makeover of the world economy. Um, he calls his vision uh, stakeholder capitalism, which is just a code for fascism. Uh, here he is talking about it at Harvard. Watch this. And I conceptualize probably for the first time what is called now the multi-stakeholder concept, which means that business leaders should not only be accountable to and serve shareholders, but stakeholders, which means all those communities who have a stake in the company. And here, of course, you have governments. Yes, of course you have uh, governments. Uh, they must serve the stakeholders, the governments. So um, that's convenient. The corporations must serve the governments. Um, yeah, we've heard that before. right? Uh, Benito Mussolini famously uh, defined fascism as the merger of state and corporate power, which is exactly what Klaus Schwab is talking about here, the merger of state and corporate power. So he wants corporations not to serve only shareholders, but also the governments, uh, which is really convenient because uh, he also brags that he has penetrated the cabinets of the governments. Uh, here is Mr. Schwab talking about this. This um, notion to integrate young leaders uh, <coughs> is part of the World Economic Forum since many years. And I have to say, um, when I mention now names like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. So they are actually young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Uh, Mr. Putin and Angela Merkel and... Uh, Justin Trudeau. Um, and you know what's interesting? Uh, Justin Trudeau and also Mr. Schwab, uh, not only are they fascists, they also love communist China. I mean, they just love communist China. Actually, um, the um, Justin Castro, I mean, Justin Trudeau of Canada, um, he was asked uh, not too long ago what his uh, favorite government was. And um, here's his response. 
There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted uh, that I find quite interesting. Yeah, isn't it just amazing? They want solar panels and poof, presto, everybody must make solar panels. Isn't that cute? Um, yeah, him and his dad have a lot in common. So uh, that's Justin Trudeau, whose cabinet is penetrated by uh, Mr. Klaus Schwab. Uh, and Klaus Schwab also happens to be a very, very big fan of communist China. Um, I want to show you uh, some little recent videos of Klaus Schwab talking about how communist China could be a role model for many countries. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years since the opening up and uh, policy and reform policy came into action. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. Yeah, the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for many countries. Um, sorry, but no, it's not. Okay, the Chinese model is fascism. It's totalitarianism. It is evil. It has resulted in more innocent human beings being slaughtered than any other system in all of the world. But nobody really should be surprised here that communist China is the whole model for many countries, according to the goober who runs the World Economic Forum, uh, because the goober who runs the World Economic Forum is not an evil genius all by himself, okay? He was recruited by Henry Kissinger at Harvard University. Uh, and so in 1971, Klaus Schwab set up the World Economic Forum. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about why later. But of course, uh, Henry Kissinger has been big time into the New World Order for a long time. Here's some uh, videos of him. When really a New World Order can be created, it's a great opportunity. There's a need for a New World Order between four visions of world order. Uh, and of course, Kissinger was himself recruited by David Rockefeller. Yeah, that David Rockefeller. That's the David Rockefeller who, on page 405 of his autobiography, bragged about conspiring with a secret cabal against the best interests of his country to build a one world order. Yeah. As also the same David Rockefeller who wrote in the New York Slimes in 1973 that the model of communist China was the most, under Chairman Mao, was the most successful social experiment in human history. So these people are psychopaths, folks. There's no other way to put it, okay? And I'm not saying that to be mean. What other kind of person could think that the slaughter of tens of millions of people is a successful social experiment? You have to be completely out of your mind. So what is the World Economic Forum going to be discussing? Well, in the announcement, they talk about the COVID, the COVID crisis, uh, the stagflation, the Ukraine war, and all these other real and imagined crises that they are concocting. In fact, the last few episodes that we've done have been about how they use and weaponize crises to do this. Uh, and so according to the World Economic Forum, this meeting is going to give the leaders the necessary tools to build the future. Uh, they say the, the thematically, the program is going to have a dual focus of looking at levers, to address the current challenges while at the same time setting them against a backdrop of attendant system transformation imperatives. And that's a very ridiculous way of saying we're going to have a great reset. We're going to change everything. And by the way, imperatives is the opposite of optional. Okay, imperatives are things that are necessary, mandatory, not optional. So uh, this is not 
uh, an optional program that they're talking about that, well, if you kind of feel like participating, go ahead. Uh, so some of the specifics of what they're talking about, uh, and I'm reading this right off their website, addressing the current energy and food crises in the context of a new system for energy, climate, and nature. Of course, they have caused the current energy and food crises. Go back and watch our recent episodes. We've done episodes on the food crisis that they engineered. We've done an episode recently on the energy crisis that they are engineering. Uh, why are they doing this? Because they want to build, in their words, a new system, right? The Council on Foreign Relations talks about a new energy order. They put this out in the summer of 2022 in their garbage magazine. Uh, they also say they're going to address the current high inflation, which, of course, the central banks of the world have engineered, low growth, which, of course, the governments of the world have engineered, High debt economy, which, of course, the governments of the world, penetrated the communists by Mr. Klaus Schwab, have engineered all of this in the context, they say, of new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure. So they're creating crises. They're, we're in the controlled demolition of our economy. Why? So that they can build back better. Uh, they also say they're going to address the current industry headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies for private sector innovation and resilience. Frontier technologies, these are the technologies of the fourth industrial revolution, as Klaus Schwab says. And of course, you remember that. We've done quite a bit on that. That's about uh, the fusion of our physical and our biological and our digital systems. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Also, they're going to address the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skills, and care. Yeah, so a new system for food, a new system for energy, a new system for work, a new system for care, and it's going to look a lot like the old system in China. Okay, uh, The meeting will also, they say, enable the Forum's Global Collaboration Village. It's a pioneering effort, they say, to further scale public-private cooperation, also known as fascism, to further... Uh, cooperation on the world's foremost challenges. Yep. Uh, so they talk about they need global rules to crack down on cyber crime, right? Uh, they, they, they've been pushing this for a while. They want to completely revamp the internet so that you can't speak freely anymore. Now, they actually talk at the World Economic Forum of a major structural change to the internet, right? They don't want you to just be able to gather information, right? They tried breaking the algorithm on Google so you couldn't find the truth, and yet people are still sharing the truth on email. They're still posting the truth on Twitter. And so what do they got to do? They have to have a major structural change to the internet. I mean, they're actually talking, folks, about uh, creating armies of bots to scour the internet and make sure there's no misinformation, which misinformation is just truth that they don't want you to know. Uh, they say we urgently need international rules that are enforced, as well as more expansive approach that fosters cyber resilience. Uh, by international rules, they actually mean international rules. They want global governance over the internet. Again, because you can't just be gathering information on your own, right? You shouldn't be doing your own research. You should be listening to CNN and Klaus Schwab, okay? Uh, now, also, they say uh, that there's racism in everything, right? And so uh, the World Economic Forum is supposedly going to help us do that. Of course, Klaus Schwab comes from a very prominent family that was very important in the Nazi economy. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. So what's going on here, folks, is the World Economic Forum has a very big role to play in the deep state, okay? Um, the UN, the United Abominations, brings together the governments, the World Economic Forum brings together the businesses. And then uh, now they are working, and we've talked about this a lot on this show lately, the bringing together of the religions of the world. So this is the three-legged stool strategy that uh, uh, Peter Drucker explained, right? you got to have the governments, the private, the, the public sector. You've got to have the private sector, which is the companies, the companies, which, of course, are members of the World Economic Forum. 
and then the religions of the world. That's what they're doing, folks. We're watching the emergence of this three-legged stool. The World Economic Forum actually signed a strategic partnership in 2019 with the United Nations to implement, to bring the business community into the implementation of Agenda 2030, the Sustainable Development Goals, which, again, they have called the master plan for humanity. So you know what? Bad news for them. They don't get to make master plans for humanity. God's already got a master plan, and it doesn't include Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, this is going to be very interesting. But folks, don't get depressed. Don't get down in the dumps. Don't be fearful. Keep exposing these people. We need to call them out. We need to reprove them. We need to expose them. Um, at this point, as uh, Robert Welch used to say, you know, uh, there's going to come a time when the insiders are going to be running through the streets naked. Folks, they are running through the streets naked. There has never been a better time to expose these people than right now. So go to thenewamerican.com, sign up for the magazine, get a subscription, share this video around, go back and watch previous episodes of Behind the Deep State, share them with people you know, give them to your congressman, to your state representative, to your sheriff, to your mayor. Uh, we have got to educate the American people so that these uh, evil, diabolical forces that want to create a new system for food, a new system for energy, a new system for work, a new system for care, a new system for everything uh, can be not only stopped, but totally routed. And we can get back to living our lives in freedom. Thanks for watching. I'm Alex Newman for The New American. This is Behind the Deep State. Until next time, God bless you all. Hi, I'm Alan Keyes. I'm the host of IMTV's uh, daily talk show about uh, news and events in America. And I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. Uh, not only because Alex Newman has joined us as somebody who is periodically hosting a show, but because uh, New American Magazine represents an alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Uh, with so much fake news spreading, spreading about, and the fact that right now this country is in an existential crisis, we remember who we are and where we come from and what our principles are, or we die. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people and on which that survival hangs. You can check it out and subscribe at www.thenewamerican.com.